Hello, this is Joe Buca with another episode of Man Up, the podcast to help men reject passivity and accept responsibility. And today I want to finish up the seven desires from the Lasers book, The Seven Desires. And this seventh desire, as they've defined it, is to be included. I think there's some other, um, it's very similar. Actually, let me read the first couple of paragraphs of this section because it's very similar to the previous desire, which is to be chosen. They say this desire is to be included is related to the desire to be chosen. This desire, however, is broader. We desire to be included in fellowship with God and with others. We, we long to belong. This desire is about community. We long to be part of something larger than ourselves. It helps us feel that we are not alone and gives us a sense of well-being. The sense of belonging gives us a feeling of needed security. Belonging has all kinds of emotional, physical, and spiritual benefits. The desire to be included starts with the desire in our soul to belong to a family. How good it feels to know that we are part of something larger than ourselves. Uh, we have um, That we have parents and siblings. Families can be extended to include grandparents, uncles, aunts, and cousins. We are a clan and hopefully proud of our name and our backgrounds. Um, we have family gatherings and reunions to celebrate our belonging. You know, uh, recently, back in March, um, I think I shared with y'all, my brother passed away in January, uh, and he left some money to my niece and myself. Uh, actually, our sister's daughter, Tori, um, is our, was our niece, is my niece still. And um, Mike left some money to Tori and myself. And one of the things we wanted to do was to bring our two families together. Tori has three kids, and and two of her three children have children, and I have four kids, and three of my four kids have children. So we went to Jekyll Island with um, with all of our families. I don't remember how many of us there were, like 35 of us or so. I think there are 16 in my family, uh, 15, something like that. And Tori, I think, had as many or more. But, um, you know, it was really encouraging, I think, just to see the kids, my grandkids and Tori's grandchildren play together. And just to hang out, we had a big, there was a big fire pit there. But that sense of belonging, that sense of being included was really a very significant thing. It would have been really, uh, was was and would have been really special to my brother to know that we used some of the money from his estate to uh, plan that getaway. It was only a couple nights away. But it's something I re- really want to continue. And Tori and I have talked about continuing to do that with our families. Our families really didn't hadn't spend time together as a whole ever. That was the first time ever. So it was kind of neat that we were able to use that, um, again, those resources from my brother to make that happen. We had meals together. We um, had, uh, I took our cappuccino machine and uh, mainly my kids came to our room and I had a little coffee bar set up and would make cappuccinos in the morning. And then evening, we do some different activities, mostly hung out at the beach, but we had a really fun time. We had a treasure hunt. Um, uh, I, I'm sure I shared about this in a previous podcast, but it was just really fun to see the kids together. We had buried, uh, some silver coins, some pirate coins, some one out silver coins and had, a. um, had a treasure map or at least directions on how to find the coins. And it was just fun to see the kids as a pack running down the beach when they figured out where the coins were. And then even we kind of tricked them a little bit. I buried a small um, Altoids box with some quarters in it. And then, but beneath it, about six to 12 inches beneath it was uh, a, a 
pottery piece with all the silver coins in it, which were obviously way more valuable. But it was just fun to be together and to have that time and even to sit around the, the fire at night. Um, I, you know, I think for me, you know, I, I can think of other stories in my life, and I'm sure you can, where you wanted to be included. I, I, one of the most awkward things in my life um, was this go, going to in the cafeteria, both in, in grade school. I think in grade school, you were assigned where you had to sit, so you didn't really have a choice. But in middle school, high school, you began to, they began to allow you to kind of choose who you sat with. And I remember just the awkward positioning, especially in middle school. I was new. Um, we moved to two, I moved to three different middle schools during my middle school time. And when we moved to Elkhart, Indiana, I remember just that first week just feeling really anxious, like, who will I have lunch with? Who will I, who will sit with me? Who will invite me? And actually, some of my close friends, uh, Tim Garl, Tim Bronowell, um, and um, um, my friend Phil um, uh, Peterson, and, you know, those guys, we became friends because they invited me to come and sit with them. And, and we became friends uh, in middle school and then on into high school. Um, but I remember even in college, my freshman year of college, even though, uh, Pat McGrath, my roommate and I knew each other, we were friends in high school and we roomed together in the dorm, but just going down to the cafeteria by myself and just that, you know, that massive, you know, who can I sit with? I don't really want to be that kid that sits by himself. You know, anyway, just, I, th I think that, that, really strikes me as a time where I felt anxiety. I've, I've felt it in other ways to be included. I think I shared last episode of, you know, to be chosen for a, a team when we were playing basketball or whatever. But I think also to be included. Uh, I remember in grad school, you'd do these projects and like, who would want me on their group? Who would want me in their group? Now, as I got later in grad school, I learned whose group I didn't want to be in because, uh, you know, there were people in grad school that didn't really pull their weight but I quickly found a couple of friends that I felt like, okay, we can do these projects together and they're responsible. Um, I want to close with um, um, just this, this um, kind of the concept that Paul talks about in Romans 12. He talks about the fact that we're included in the body of Christ. And uh, this is the U version, but he says, um, this is verse starting in verse 5 and goes down through, I think, about verse 8 or so, 10, 9. So it is with Christ's body. We are many parts of one body, and we all belong to each other. Again, that idea of being included. In his grace, God has given us different gifts for doing certain things well. So if God has given you the ability to prophesy, speak out with as much faith as God has given you. If your gift is serving others, serve them well. If you're, if you, if you're, you're a teacher, teach well. If your gift is to encourage others, be encouraging. If it is giving, give generously. If God has given you leadership ability, take the responsibility seriously. And if you have a gift in sharing kindness to others, do so gladly. And again, just this idea that we're part of the body. And, and there are other places Paul talks about this. You know, one's a foot, one's a head, one's an eye. You know, that, that, we, that we have this sense of being included in the body of Christ. And God wants us to use those gifts to glorify him, but also to help others. You know, for me, the gift of being a counselor, being someone who cares for others, cares for their souls, cares for their struggles. Um, you know, that's part of me exercising this idea to invite people in, especially in my office where I can invite someone in to say, hey, you're safe here. 
Like, I, you know, I want to understand you and I'm not going to shun you and I'm not going to shame you. I'm going to help you experience God's forgiveness and God's grace. Anyway, those are my thoughts for today.